You're listening to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast, the podcast for quick, actionable ideas and tips to help you up your confidence and joy in educating little learners. I'm your host, Ashley Rives. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast. This is episode eight, and today we're talking all about 10 ways that you can boost your preschoolers' attention spans. Let's see how relatable this might be. So you get out a floor puzzle for a child that requests it, and as you and the child are working together to assemble the puzzle, the child abruptly leaves. They're moving on to something else, they have lost interest in the puzzle, and their attention was up. Or how many times do you have some puzzles on the shelf and they get dumped with pure intention on putting them together, but children just lose interest and they can't figure it out. And so up they go and off they go. This happens quite often in our preschool classrooms because our children have small attention spans. So like if circle time is too long, they roll on the floor. If a board game is taking too long, they quit. If something else catches their attention, they're like squirrel, and they are off and on to something new. It doesn't take too much time spent in a preschool classroom to know exactly what I'm talking about. And so building attention to task is something that we want to work on to help our children grow in that area throughout the year. We want our students to be able to focus on age-appropriate tasks and complete them. Completing a task from start to finish helps them feel accomplished. Also, it helps build independent little people. So how can we as educators help our students build their attention spans? Well, today we're going to run through 10 ways that you can help your preschoolers boost their attention spans. Number one, give kids a reason to pay attention. Making your activities engaging by using play-based components and making reading engaging by using funny voices, making circle time engaging by adding puppets or props, this is going to draw our children in and make them want to pay attention. So when we're looking at keeping our children with you longer, their attention on what you're doing longer, think about giving them that reason to pay attention. Are you being exciting? fun, and interactive. Number two, include movement. Young children were not built to sit still. They were built to explore. So get those bodies moving as often as you can. Try breaking up circle time with a movement song, schedule outdoor movement time before group time, or take lots of quick movement breaks throughout the day. Number three, teach what paying attention looks like. If you ask a preschooler to pay attention, chances are they have no idea what you're talking about. So be specific and show what paying attention looks like. Eyes looking, brain on, trying my hardest, things like that. Also consider that paying attention doesn't look the same for all children. Just because a child isn't focused 100% on you with their eyes and their body and what you're saying doesn't necessarily mean they aren't picking it up. Observe and reflect on what paying attention might look like to different students in your classroom. Number four, eliminate distractions. We all get distracted sometimes, and preschoolers especially have problems with distractions because they were made to explore and discover. So naturally, they get distracted and want to know what's going on. 
So try to eliminate distractions in the area of classroom that you want to encourage attention to task. So if you are working on building attention to task during circle time, make sure you're removing things that might be a distraction to them, whether that's people coming in and out, whether that's noise from the hall and shutting the door, whether that's toys near the circle time area that will distract them. Think about how you can eliminate those for them to better help boost their attention. We're on to number five, halfway there. So limit your directions. When young children are given too many directions at once, they can get frustrated. So limit the steps in your directions down to one or two at a time. And if the task is to go get their coat and put it on, say only those two things. Don't add zip it up and get in line until the first two tasks are complete. You can also consider offering visuals to help children follow directions for task completion, because if you give them so many directions at one time, they're going to get overwhelmed and lose any attention to the tasks that they were supposed to be doing. Number six, practice mindfulness. This is something that is newer to my classroom, but we like to take some time, especially when we are maybe particularly wound up to sit quietly and focus on breathing in and out. Not only will mindfulness help like calm our children down, it can also help them build those attention spans. So this might be something great to put into your circle time to build slowly up to mindfulness, quiet sitting with a focus on breathing to help build some of that attention span. Number seven, adjust your expectations. Some children are able to attend to tasks longer than others. Some children can sit with a toy and play with only that toy for 30 plus minutes, while other children move quickly from activity to activity. Some of your expectations for attention will have to be different based on each and every child, which is something important to keep in mind. Number eight, provide choices. If you have a child that's struggling at group time, offering sitting choices on how they can sit or provide flexible seating can help that child better pay attention during that time frame. Um, You could also try using safe, quiet fidget toys to help them at the circle time area. When I do something like this, I generally allow all the children to touch and manipulate it and then explain that they will be having it during circle time because that child needs it to help them learn and focus. Most of the time, this does the trick and children understand that we all have different needs. Number nine, break tasks down. So asking a child to clean up the whole entire block center is a task that takes a lot of their attention. But the idea of cleaning up the whole block center might be too much. So break down the task by asking the child to only pick up the cars or pick up 10 blocks. These tasks are more manageable and children are more likely to be successful at attending to that task and finishing that task. We've made it to number 10 on our 10 ways to build attention to task. This one is practice in time. Building attention to tasks takes time and it takes practice. It should not happen overnight. The best way to build attention is to practice it and build up to it. 
One of the most easy and engaging ways that I've found to build attention to task is by playing simple and quick games, games that hold student attention and that they don't take forever to play. Looking at you, Monopoly, nothing like that. Something short and quick and engaging because games have an end point and children know that. And so many times they will stretch their attention spans to find out what that endpoint is. So that makes gameplay not only fun, engaging, skill-based most times, but also attention to task building. Also remembering to take our whole group learning times or small group learning times and keep them short at the beginning of the year and build them throughout the year slowly so we can naturally help children build that attention to task. Let's take a hot minute to run through the 10 ways real fast. Number one, give kids a reason to pay attention. Number two, include movement. Number three, teach what paying attention looks like. Number four, eliminate distractions. Number five, limit directions. Number six, practice mindfulness. Number seven, adjust your expectations. Number eight, provide choices. Number nine, break down tasks. And number 10, allow for practice and time. And one last thing to note, consider having a flexible mindset. You generally aren't aware of everything the children in your class experienced before they came into your care. So you aren't aware of what might have attributed to their attention to task. Just like everything we do in our classroom, boosting attention spans has as much to do with our classroom environment and how we approach it as it does with a child's behavior. Okay, quick action step this week. Choose one or two ways to help your children boost their attention spans from this episode and implement them into your classroom so you can start building those attentions to task. Thanks for joining me today, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and help more preschool teachers just like you. Keep being lovely.